Legos. Kuras. Nigeria's first independent radio station has expanded, elevated, evolved. Welcome to the Ray Power National Network, a dark communications PLC enterprise. Offering 360 degrees of broadcasting service. Ray Power Reloaded. As we approach the 2023 elections, are you wondering if your votes will count? Well, there is a way to find out. Yaga Africa, through its Watching the Vote project, will be deploying citizen observers nationwide using a special election day observation methodology called the Parallel Vote Tabulation, PVT. Using the PVT, Yaga Africa's Watching the Vote will be providing information to citizens on the voting process and counting of results and polling units across Nigeria on election day. We will also be able to verify the accuracy of the election day result. So, what are you waiting for? Collect your PVC and get ready to vote. Your vote will surely make a difference. Watching the vote is for all Nigerians and beholden to none. For updates on the election, follow Yaga Africa via social media at Yaga, that's at Y-I-A-G-A. Ask your questions using the hashtag Watching the Vote. Send us a message on WhatsApp via 0903-800-7744. Watching the vote, making votes count. Good day to you, my dear listener. Welcome to the biggest election program on your radio. Watching the votes are. I am your host, Oche Otene, and thanks for tuning in. Are you ready? ready. The, the biggest election show is about to hit your radio. It's Watching the Vote Hour. Coming to you live from the Federal Capital Territory, Abuja. Watching the Vote Hour will be on all Raypower stations in Nigeria and Raypower FM 100.5 Abuja. We will be discussing the election and how citizens can participate with interesting guests to discuss and answer questions on the election. Every voter deserves to know how to participate in elections from informed perspective. So, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Let's talk elections. Watching the vote is brought to you by Yaga Africa and Ray Power FM. Don't forget, 2 p.m. every Tuesday. Get involved. Welcome indeed to the first edition of the WTVR for the year 2023. We can say a big, big happy new year to you. Now, Watching the Vote R is a citizen's platform for discussions on credible elections. The program is dedicated to discussions on the upcoming 2023 elections and the importance of informed citizens' participation in the process. Watching the Vote R, WTV is a citizen-led election observation initiative of Yaga Africa aimed at enhancing the integrity of elections using technological tools for election observation. WTV is designed to promote credible elections and boost citizens' confidence in the electoral process through the provision of citizens' oversight on elections throughout the electoral cycle. Now, watching the vote is independent, non-partisan, and driven by citizens to provide accurate and timely information on the electoral process, deterring electoral fraud, and building confidence in the electoral process. 
The WTVR is brought to you by Yaga Africa, spelled Y-I-A-G-A, Africa, working with its technical partner, National Democratic Institute, NDI, and support from the United States Agency for International Development, USAID, and the Foreign and Commonwealth Development Office, FCDMO, FCDO. Now, having been observing elections since 2011, watching the vote, we'll be observing the 2023 general elections. This will include a pre-election observation and deploying a special election day observation methodology called the parallel vote tabulation, that is the PVT, to observe the presidential election, which will enable Yaga Africa to provide citizens with timely information on the electoral process and to also verify the accuracy of the election results announced. Please do not forget that you are indeed an integral part of the show and much later we will be opening the phone lines to have your comments and indeed contributions. Stay with us because in the moment I will be introducing my guest and of course the topic of the day. Don't move a muscle. As we approach the 2023 elections, are you wondering if your votes will count? Well, there is a way to find out. Yaga Africa, through its Watching the Vote project, will be deploying citizen observers nationwide using a special election day observation methodology called the Parallel Vote Tabulation, PVT. Using the PVT, Yaga Africa's Watching the Vote will be providing information to citizens on the voting process and counting of results in polling units across Nigeria on election day. We will also be able to Verify the accuracy of the election day result. So, what are you waiting for? Collect your PVC and get ready to vote. Your vote will surely make a difference. Watching the vote is for all Nigerians and beholden to none. For updates on the election, follow Yaga Africa via social media at Yaga. That's at Y-I-A-G-A. Ask your questions using the hashtag Watching the Vote. Send us a message on WhatsApp via 0903-800-7744. Watching the vote, making votes count. So today we will be discussing the 2023 pre-election environment and emerging concerns. And to help us with this great discussion, I have two great minds in the studio right here. Jideo Joe, development consultant, author and columnist. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Happy New Year to our listeners. Yes, indeed. And also we have Antonia on the Senior Program Officer, Yaga Africa. Good afternoon and thank you for being with us. Yes, indeed. So we'll go straight up into the discussion for the day. Now, as a development consultant, Jideo Joe, uh, what are the factors that will shape the 2023 general elections? Interesting. <laughs> factors that will shape 2023 general elections? They are there with us. We, we can see all around us um, issues of security mm-hmm. primarily will be a defining issue or variable okay. uh, given the pre-election situations across the country, uh, particularly in Southeast. Mm-hmm. Um, there are worries mm-hmm. that adventure, even if election will hold nationwide, there could be some exception. Given the volatility of some uh, areas of the country. 
of course, we cannot also ignore the banditry in the Northwest, okay. as well as a number of other security concerns primarily. And INEC chairman has, and has been very forthright in mm. saying that he, nothing is stopping. He, the he, well, yeah, he gives hope that nothing will stop the election. But we know from antecedent mm. that if the situation became, uh, should the situation become precarious, uh, INEC will have to defer. Mm. Uh, the, uh, we'll have to postpone election in some areas. Okay. And we, we hope that will not happen because uh, given this is our seventh general elections and ordinarily we should have overgrown this issue of political violence. Recall okay. that very recently around uh, November, the Inspector General of Police actually addressed the press where he said about 52 incidences mm -hmm. have been recorded of violence and fingering some governors has been behind some of the political mm -hmm. violence but there are wider security concerns okay. uh, you know that are not election related just uh, yesterday or two days ago we had the attack on the former governor of Fimo State, yes. Ikejo Haki, where he lost four of his securities. Mm. Um, not too long ago, it happened to uh, Senator Ifan Yuba in Anambra, yeah. uh, where he lost about seven people. Uh, you know, much Yesterday earlier on the day. paper, there was a report from IPOB saying the elections in the southeast must hold. They can say what, uh, but you are not going to deploy animals and fishes. Mm -hmm. It's human being. Interesting. And, and, and uh, as of the last time we had uh, this consultative meeting with Anne Chairman, I think in November, okay. uh, October or November, he actually said the, the commission was supposed to hold um, by-elections to fill some vacancies okay. over about 30 vacant positions, mm -hmm. either court ordered or as a result of death or resignation. Mm -hmm. But the commission couldn't do that because in some of the areas where they are supposed to have these by-elections, there are security concerns. But away from security, yes. other factors that will shape our 2023 election is the economy. Mm -hmm. Economy in the sense of, not, not in the sense that ANEC will not have money to conduct the election. No, that is already a guarantee. According to Section Three, sub uh, three of the Electoral Act 2022, even the presidency have said all the funds have been provided. Yeah, he said he will not take an excuse from INEC. But what I'm saying is that when you look at what will be on the minds of voters, mm -hmm. the security is about whether election will hold or will not hold okay. in all the. Polling units Polling in all the world, in all the local government, in all the states. That's that's. But when you look at economy, okay. economy speaks to whether people will reward a particular government, either okay. at the state or federal, for performance, okay. economic-wise or otherwise. Okay. So, um, economy tops. Uh, one of the variables that will be on the mind of voter when they go to cast their ballot. So we have the, security, the, economy, and then you have issue of anti-corruption. Okay. Um, of, I mean, the president in his uh, closing <laughs> and annual, annual speech, mm -hmm. if I can call it that, uh, he said this is the last 
um, um, what's it called? Uh, last round for last them. last um, annual uh, speech okay. uh, before he exists power. And he actually did a brief review of his C agenda, C meaning security, economy, and anti-corruption. Mm. And while the president may have scored himself very highly mm. and said that he has done his best, not many Nigerians will agree with that. But we, we wait to see um, whether the um, Nigerians will believe the president has done well okay. on those three pillars if they and this is not also about the president alone we also need to look at the fact that among the 28 states Mm. where there will be governorship election uh, a sizable number of them are seeking re-election okay and then there are those who are you know have served out their second tenor and second term and they possibly are vying for uh, senatorial uh, election and okay. all of that. Mm. So this also comes handy as to whether they will be rewarded for those who are seeking re-election, like the Oyo State Governor, mm. who is uh, seeking second term, or the other uh, governors who are also seeking re-election. Mm. It will determine how the state has performed under their watch. It will okay. determine whether they get re-election or whether they get voted out. So these are three variables, security, economy, economy. anti-corruption. Uh, they, 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 you can further calibrate them because when you look at the issue of economy, for instance, mm-hmm. you look at infrastructure, it borders on economy. Mm. So if peradventure you have not uh, felt the, the impact. Imp- impact of infrastructural mm-hmm. development, or most of the projects hap- happens to be uncompleted okay. as at the time of the poll. Mm-hmm. You, you, and that's why you, when you look at the president signing the uh, annual budget today, earlier yeah. today, he mm-hmm. was saying that he would do his level best to ensure completion of uh, critical infrastructure. He knew that will have implication okay. on the election next month because people, you, you could see the way they quickly, even though they couldn't wholly uh, uh, accomplish the second Niger bridge mm. as of December 2022, but at least it was said to be 95% completed, completed and they were able to open it and that would be a plus. Okay. The same goes for state mm. government who are seeking, state governors who are seeking re-election. Mm. It will also be, oh, you said you are going to do X, Y, Z. Are you able to deliver? And, of course, whether you even talk of payment of salaries mm. and emolument, it's economic issue. The issue of uh, issue of uh, subsidy, okay. first subsidy, is economic issue. So right. you can further calibrate all of that. It's a, it's it's a, a wide gamut. The, the energy, yes. issue of electricity, and even... Uh, availability of uh, refined petroleum products are all economic issues. So these are the variables that will be on the minds of voters when they go filing now to vote on February 25 and March 11, 2023. Interesting indeed. Anthonia, um, as a senior program officer, what stands out for you so far in the pre-election environment? I know you've been up to date and up to speed with the monitoring and all. 
Yeah, thank you very much. And so for us at Yaga Africa, we look at this election as a very important election for all of us in Nigeria. Okay. Um, I think this is the seventh election um, since the return to democracy. Mm -hmm. um, so for us, we see election not just as a day activity. So we look at the election from the pre-election, the election day itself, and then the post-election because we understand that whatever happened at the pre-election phase um, have an impact Thank on you. the outcome of the election or how the election will be conducted on election day itself. And so um, for us, um, when you actually look at um, the, um, the pre-election environment, you can see the agitation from citizens. They are very eager to participate, and you can see that uh, from the period of the registration yeah. um, to PVC also, yes, and the PVC collection mm -hmm. that is ongoing, how people really want to participate. They really want to make this decision. They really want to uh, vote. Mm -hmm. And another thing that will also um, determine this election will also be the new um, 2022 Electoral Act, which um, is going to be used for the administration of the um, 2023 general yeah. elections. And like I said, um, we see um, the election as a cycle, and that's why Yaga Africa has um, deployed observers around the country to observe the pre-election activities okay. um, that could um, influence the um, outcome of the election. And so Yaga deployed um, 822 um, long-term observers that are um, um, selected and trained uh, to observe the pre-election period. And so we have um, these observers across the 77 for local government in the country. Okay. And um, then we have um, 48 set of people also who um, take charge of the um, activities of the uh, project in the state. So they report the pre-election issues um, in their various states and local government and um, periodically. So um, Yaga Africa um, deploy these uh, observers and they give report every two weeks of the activities, the political activities and the activities of INEC that happen in their communities um, within two weeks and then they report to Yaga Africa. We have a, a central system where we collect this information from them and then we have, um, uh, we analyze these um, reports and give uh, out reports and uh, our first report is out okay. and then the second report will soon be out. So these observers, um, they report specifically activities of INEC in preparation for the yeah. election. They also report um, political party activities. Their Those campaign. are the highlights. Yes, okay. the, the campaigns. And then they also report um, activities of women, um, young people, and then the voter education and also um, activities of uh, civil society organizations. And, um, and then uh, they also monitor the violence around the pre-election okay. period. And so um, we um, the Yaga Africa um, gave them um, a set of checklists with these questions um, of uh, the things that they need to look out for for uniform reporting across the state so it okay. is um, reporting um, of the issues. And so also in the um, violence monitoring, yeah. we also um, uh, for the general observation it is reported yeah. uh, bi-weekly every two weeks, okay. but for um, violence monitoring, the observers immediately they observe um, incidents um, of violence, they report immediately um, to us and then we escalate such issues because you cannot keep issues of violence um, till a specific period before escalating it. But, and then our aim for observation is not just to detect the issues, it's also to deter um, issues and um, issues of violence or anything that can mar the process. And so in, uh, immediately an observer report um, or observe an um, incident issue, they report to us and then we escalate to relevant stakeholders um, uh, to troubleshoot. But for the normal... So the process so far, has it been going? Yeah, 
it has been going well. Like I said, we already have our first report out okay. of which we are discussing the highlights of the mm, um, findings today. Okay. And also, we've gotten the second report and it will be out in um, uh, within the week. Okay. Um, yes. And so, yeah. Basically, All right, yeah, thank All you. right Anthony. Yeah. Uh, back to you, Jideojo. Now, I know you've been monitoring the campaign so far. We, report, we received reports from Kaduna about a woman leader that was killed and what have you. So, how impressed or disappointed are you with the quality of campaign so far? Well, the quality, let me let me put this in, pers- in perspective. Okay. Uh, for the first time, we are having 150 days of campaigns, mm-hmm. open campaigns. Okay. Uh, Antonio talked about uh, the electoral 2022 because that is a game changer for yeah. me um, in terms of preparations and management of election. That piece of legislation is so it's an omnibus legislation that. Unless we are cursed, we should get it right. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless we really are afflicted with them, all. because <laughs> this piece of legislation took six years. Mm-hmm. So, so even thought the president will not sign it. Exactly. You 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 are aware. Mm-hmm. 2018, four times the president rejected. In December 2021, the president withdrew assent. He, mm-hmm. he refused to until February 25. Uh, that public pressure through civil society yeah. like Young Africa and several others mm-hmm. mounted, uh, you know, much on the Fante Unity Fante in Abuja uh, on Tuesday, Wednesday of that week before the presidency said, Oh, wait, 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 calm down. The president is going to sign on Friday, mm-hmm. and he, he, he kept to his word. And you could see much. Many of the recommendations of the Independent National Electoral Commission was accepted by the National Assembly. Issue of technology, issue of funding, yeah. issue of um, uh, review of um, um, election results declared under mm-hmm. duress. Okay. So many things, innovations. And, and you could see how the political class have made a mess of eating, you know, porridge. Uh, <laughs> They requested the part of the reason the president withdrew our sentence in 20, uh, 2021 December was to give leeway to political parties to yeah. have multiple options to conduct their party primaries. Mm-hmm. But what did we see? We saw that in spite of the introduction of con- consensus, direct and indirect primaries, there is still overwhelming lit- yeah. litigations across the federal high courts. So much so that as we speak today, barely 52 days to election, there are still unknown numbers of who actually is the candidate of a party in several other constituencies. Sure. Some are in the appellate court, some are heading to Supreme Court. But uh, back to your question yeah. about whether I'm impressed with the campaigns. Uh, campaigns, again, putting it in context, unlike in 20, under the 2010 electoral, which we used for the 11 years, yeah. that says you can do only ca- public campaign for 90 days. This one has expanded that scope uh, to 150 days. Mm. And that's why it may seem like things are not uh, in the frenzy. Mm. Because you have to be strategic if you are campaigning. Not all the money in central bank can give you victory if you are not strategic in your spending. You could see that the APC almost waited till middle or towards the end of October to start their campaign. Mm. That was deliberate. Because to organize one political rally mm. would cost on 
I don't know how much great power political rallies are held in state capitals. We don't no, see no, them enter so, the some, villages. Some are devolving to local governments now. Okay. Uh, some are developing to but they need to cover the state capitals first and then of course there are also multiple options that they have been using mm-hmm. there are some are using town meetings in which case yeah. they are meeting different stakeholders mm-hmm. you see apc candidate meeting with the unions and the labor unions meeting with the transport unions meeting with select individuals civil society even political uh religious yeah. leaders having different town meetings then we have had debates mm-hmm. of course with its own controversy <laughs> as to whether That's there true. should be a law compelling some people candidates to um, as a matter of fact attend debates i think that such legislation will not see the light of the day because it's it's within my choice mm-hmm. whether i want to attend a debate or not sure. uh, it's it's the it's like when people say oh there's no law there, binding it no no there, there couldn't be a law binding mm-hmm. it there, there can't be a law okay. it's like when you say nobody should send their children abroad for education nobody should go abroad for medical tourism it's an infringement on the right of citizens if you have your resources go i mean i've said it at different media fora that look for those who have absented themselves from debate they are shooting themselves in defeat because it's it's you that has refused to come and market yourself Mm. if you say i I should be voted for then you should be able bold enough courageous enough to what you have to come and sell Mm. yourself Mm. come and market yourself so and these are free opportunities Mm. freebies it's a freebie because you don't pay to attend debate but if you want to organize rally you pay a lot to organize uh, uh, political rallies to organize even town hall meetings but debates the cost of organizing debate is borne by somebody else maybe the media house maybe the civil society organization but not to the best of my knowledge none of them will say okay for you to come and attend this debate and bring 50 million okay. look at what is happening in many states now governors are signing executive order mm-hmm. saying that for anybody to display uh billboards or or um flyers or you, have, you have to, to pay, pay 10 million mm-hmm. you have to pay 5 million to mm-hmm. use certain facilities these are bad dash is to constrict civic space for those candidates so that they will not even use a hall you have to seek the permission of the state of course now look at what's <laughs> happening all over in yeah. Bombay, in edo in several other states where deliberate attempts have been made to muzzle uh, the, 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 the the opposition element and they, they recall uh, there was a very I recall that I, I wrote about this in my column in the point okay. where San Francisco governor even banned five media houses mm-hmm. for going to cover political rally saying that they are visual and order that nobody should carry out your your state law cannot supersede that of constitution or the federal the federal the electoral says from september 28 you are free to organize rallies okay. and now you you are not even punishing the person who organized the rally you are not punishing media houses who went to do their own work which is to cover the events for public consumption and of course we all randomly condemn it yeah. uh, ray power was also at of the course. forefront of that of and we thank god that the national broadcasting communication and uh, national broadcasting commission also came in and eventually all these uh, short CSO, me- media houses that mm-hmm. were shot in Safara were 
reopen. So these are some of the highlights. You know, it's been a portfolio of issues because even in the course of this campaign, we've seen a lot of disinformation, a lot of misinformation, a lot of hate speeches, a lot of fake news mm. being peddled all around. And these are things that should have belonged to the past that we should not be seen in a politicking again. Politics of pulling down, pull out down. Politics of um, you know uh, of bloodletting. We have had the number. You, you, you started yes. a very, very, very uh, distasteful mm-hmm. mother of labor, um, labor woman party leader. woman leader in a local government in Southern Kaduna. That is comparable to what we experienced in, in 2015 Kogi in Kogi State. Mm-hmm. And that should not be happening again. Why would dissension on political uh, affiliation lead to uh, murder? of mm. innocent souls. I, I mean, in, in other climes, policy is, 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 is like sport, it's sportsmanship. So our democracy you should grow beyond lose. all of this? Yes, sir? Our democracy should grow beyond all of this? Of course, we should have grown beyond. This is the seventh. Mm. You, you know, in, in, two, in 1999, 2003, it's military hangover. Yeah. You can't be talking of military hangover in 24 years of return to civil rule. So I think it's despicable, it's condemnable that we are still seeing a lot of this, um, you know, are, are seeing a lot of, um, and, and, and of course, in the course of this, we have also seen attack on INEC facilities. True, you know. true. Uh, the, uh, as at the last count, we have had about 52 of such in the last three years. These are all condemnable. But uh, I think uh, in the recent past, the uh, police and security agencies seems to have risen up to the occasion. Recall that the last attempt that was made on the Oweri office mm. of INEC uh, yeah, yeah. was replayed and uh, we, we learned three were killed and then two of the arsonists were arrested mm. and um, in fact there was also another arrest made last week yeah. of uh, Onyeami the guy that four year old guy who also admitted that he was one of those who were also attacking INEC facilities. So all of this um, again tied into the earlier issue of yeah. security concerns okay. I raised but the campaigns on the whole I, if I'm to score how the campaigns have so far panned out I would say on the average, maybe 60% of expectations have been met. But we should have taken it a notch higher because you have multiple platforms to campaign. The media, social media, uh, traditional media like this one are there. So even if somebody stops you from mounting your billboard, you can come online. You can use use any other one. You can also go to town halls, Mm -hmm. meeting neighbor to neighbor <laughs> i think there was a time we had neighbor to neighbor yes, door to door campaign and people can work the phone you can work the phone to also uh, you can recruit vote canvassers to to talk to uh, the electorate or the voters okay. directly to mobilize them to support you thank you indeed Antonia. so how far um what are yaga africa's key findings from pre-elections observation okay so from our first pre-election um, observation um, mm-hmm. um we got reports of in- insecurity across um, okay. the country okay. and especially um attacks uh, of unknown government and we have um reports from ebony we have from imo we have from, from yes okay. uh, mostly from the southeast mm-hmm. we have from enugu and all of those uh, places where gunmen attacks and uh, citizens and um uh, people were uh, killed and these issues um of insecurities actually uh deter people from even wanting to participate in election and um it 
this may also affect their turning out on election day. We also um, um, got reports of attacks on candidates okay. uh, across the country where uh, candidates during rally, political rallies, they were attacked and um, and um, at, um, also their properties were also attacked, which like um, their campaign posters and mm -hmm. billboards were pulled down by our opposition party in uh, in places. Specifically, we have um, uh, PDP um, and APC um, um, oh, posters, sis? yes, that were uh, brought down and vandalized in um, Gombe. Okay. And we also have that in um, in we have that in um, um, sorry Niger State in okay. um, where uh, in um, Suleja where. Um, Posters of um, a political party candidate was actually brought down um, by the opposition party, and so um, this and some misinformations as well. I don't know if you've seen that uh, picture where uh, the Labour Party candidate was affiliated with that of the PDP in a particular state. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, it's misinformation, and mm. people use that to mislead um, uh, citizens. Okay. Um, yes, and during the pre-election period, and you know, sometimes it's actually targeted. Um, it's intentional to um, uh, disrupt people from focusing on the real okay. issues. Yeah, like that. How about uh, issues around PVC collections? How has it been going? Yes, so PVC collection, like specifically for us at Yaga Africa, we actually monitor the PVC collections, okay. and and we are even involved, especially in the FCT, uh, where we also partner with INEC. To to um, drive the PVC collections. But from the observation, yes. all across the country, we got reports from our observers um, saying uh, um, that they directly witnessed INEC distributing PVCs across the country to citizens, and citizens are actually, are actually coming out to um, collect their PVCs um, um, to vote on election day. Interesting. Back to you, Jideo Joe. Uh, now, Yaga Africa said insecurity and executive impunity may impact on polls. What's your take on this? Of course, as, as earlier alluded, and as we all know, you know, in situations where there is um, tension, political tension, you cannot but experience um, a lot of disinterest. Um, just yesterday, yes. was it yesterday or two days ago, the attack of Sokoto State Governor, mm. you know, was, was there was an attack in Wamako yeah. on their way back from Wamako where they went to campaign some some hoodlums purportedly attacked them mm -hmm. now this is impacting this insecurity will impact and it's already impacting on even PVC collection because people are saying is it worth it is it worth dying for mm. I mean I take the pains to go and queue in the cold matter yes. to collect my PVC, and then you have this unknown government that, in fact, I, I, this afternoon I was so concerned about the insecurity that I said, is it now that if I want to go to Southeast, I have to go in bulletproof car hmm. and with security details, because hmm. it seems that is the only surviving strategy hmm in that zone and that is very very inimical to popular participation mm -hmm. because i feel that some political gladiators are using this to scare away voters to also do what is called vote suppression mm -hmm. because when you cause chaos tension you know insecurity in the in the stronghold yes. of your opponent you decimate the number of those who would dare to come out. Mm -hmm. Look at what happened. 
in in uh, Anambra election mm-hmm. in 2021 November 6. Mm-hmm. Election could not hold in Ihiala local government with all the security, you know, they have so to reinforce mm-hmm. and went back to Ihiala on a Tuesday after the Saturday that election had been held in other places. But then what was the outcome? The worst voter turnout in the history of Nigeria. Mm. In the history of governorship election, let me put it more succinctly. 10.24 percent voter turnout brought Soludo to government house. 10.24 percent. Because when you see the prelude, the build up to that election, activities of unknown government, you know it was even Soludo himself was lucky to escape early january uh, early 2021 when unknown government went to his house where he was holding political meetings and killed about four or six policemen who were on security duties there mm-hmm. he managed to escape but the election that brought him in witnessed very poor turnout of voters 10.24 percent and that is what i'm afraid of okay. for 2023 we are talking of 52 days to election yes and this tension is still there in the air People are still being killed and maimed by unknown government, by arsonists. Mm. Definitely, it will lead to more people voting with their feet. Mm-hmm. You know what it means to vote with your feet rather mm. with your hand. Mm. It means that money will walk away from participating. Mm. And the fear is not even about voter turnout alone. It's also about youth who have been recruited to serve as poor workers okay. many of them may not turn out to come okay, to, to, to take on the job even after they've been trained mm. and that will put our neck in a dilemma because situations where you know in 2011 we lost 800 nigerians to post-election blues okay. 10 in bauchi among those who are poor workers Yes, I like just hold your thoughts there as we welcome our listener on this uh, uh, conversation. The numbers again to dial still remain 0818-4270-287 or 0818-4270-265. We want to hear from you wherever you are uh, in Nigeria. You can indeed be part of the conversation. And again, the numbers to dial to... Uh, share your comments or contributions or questions even is 0818-4270-287 or 0818-4270-265 again the numbers are 0818-4270-287 or 0818-4270-265 and here we go hello Hello, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Okay, you may have to call us back. 0818-4270-287 or 0818-4270-265. Remember, you're an integral part of the show. Hello, good afternoon. Goodness me. 0818-4270-287 0818-4270-287 or 0818-4270-265 and here we go. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon, sir. Great to have you. Let's meet you. Uh, my name is Jibrin, calling from Kuboa. Okay, talk to us, Jibrin. Uh, we are, we are um, really happy. Thank you. 
Happy New Year. Same to you, sir. Yeah, I'm happy for your analysis. But there is something, me, I'm not an analyst, I'm an elderly person. There is something I want to beg our analyst to do for us. If you want to analyze something concerning security like this, they should take, like, from, as Nigeria are divided into six the political zone, they should take a step from how it's happening in social zone, how they copy and suggestion, so that we, Kuma, we can be aware that ah, if it has happened in social zone, and there were people went there to go, so our own is not new. You know, one will encourage us to get out and go and vote. Because this insecurity was in, in time in 2014, in the Northeast, for example. Okay. Go on, please. Okay. Uh, we lost the call there. 0818-4270287 or 0818-4270265. Uh, the digits to dial to be part of the conversation. Okay, and here we go. Hello? Good afternoon. Let's meet you, please. You help us lower the volume of your radio. Let's meet you. Your voice is not so clear. You said your name is. Why are you from Mugusti? Talk to us, my brother. Hello? There is no security issue. Okay. It's really hard to break in. Hello? Yes, we can hear you. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. So, one of the things I just want the media to do is just to um, allow the government to know about it. About the own government has been office. All right, we must thank you, our great friend there. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Happy New Year. Same to you, my good friend. Let's meet you. Yeah, God bless you. Uh, my, my own contribution is this. Uh, what I is your know, name and what's your location? My name is Dobson. My name is Dobson. Okay, calling from where? I'm calling from a Tango. Talk to us. All right. Uh, uh, my own contribution is this. I know this is both as Africa is just some fast amazing everywhere. And they use in particular today. So I have a song that says that that's a, don't sell your vote. That is my own contribution. After praying, I say, God, let there be a massive vote on at this year, 2023. So for us to really elect our own leader. So based on that, I have this inspiration for a song. It's a recorded song already. Uh, so I am just, you know, as I'm listening to your program, I said, okay, I should just... Okay, you can just follow us on our social media and then uh, give us an update on the song. Don't sell your vote. It's very important that we don't. 0818-4270-287 or 0818-4270-265 are the digits to dial. And here we go. Hello? Yes, our first female caller. Good afternoon. From where? I'm Great to have you. Talk to us. Um, actually, the situation in Nigeria is actually quite unfortunate. Why? Because, so? because um, voters are now scared 
Oh, okay, it's one thing to get your PVC and it's another to have the courage to go out to vote because you're not sure that your life is safe or your life is not at risk. Okay, imagine now the PVC collecting the PVC. The protocol then collecting your PVC is quite annoying. Okay. Because it's like they don't want to give the PVC to people. I don't know if. Okay, they don't want to give the PVC to people. Uh, quite a number of calls coming in already and uh, we just have two or less than two minutes to wrap up the show, Gideo, Joe and Antonia. But when talking about listening to all the callers this lovely afternoon, what are the recommendations that you will bring forward, Gideo, Joe? Well, it's for the security agents to be on top of their game. There is Interagency Consultative Committee on Election Security, uh, over 20 different organizations for me or getting together to think through as a think tank to ensure that the electoral environment is secure. Okay. Like you had many of the callers said, they are expressing concern about security. Mm -hmm. So if you can calm the situation, allow the election to hold as scheduled, and then there is uh, the effort of organizations like Yag Africa mm -hmm. will now manifest because all this voter education, yeah. sensitization, mobilization, people will now have the courage and confidence to come participate, not only in voting, but like I said earlier on, even for those who have volunteered that have applied to mm. be ad hoc staff, mm. INEC is recruiting 1.5 million or thereabout ad hoc staff. If the situation becomes so tense, mm. many of them may voluntarily withdraw mm. from participating eventually, and that will be a huge challenge to replace a, a them because loss. they will have been trained and uh, to find a suitable replacement at a very short notice when there will even maybe. be lockdown may be an issue so it's, be, it's best to secure the election environment at least weeks before we should not be hearing this ta 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 you okay. know killing and maiming and all of that at least three four weeks today to the post so that people can be in the right frame of mind to participate. Antonia, let's get your contributions. Yes, uh, so we cannot overemphasize the um, issue of security. Okay. And even in, um, you see women being um, attacked in several places. And so people, women are consciously afraid to even participate. And also people are even afraid to even think of coming out at all. And also for INEC, they should um, um, find a divisive means that can ease the process of PVC collection because a lot of people um, complain about um, queuing in the morning till evening mm -hmm. at the end they may not even get the that day they come back and so there should be a simplified means okay. where citizens can get um, their PVCs easily um, to, to vote on election day. If I can chip in the okay. last second, right. uh, just for those who are listening to us to know that from 6th of January to 15th of January, ANEC will be devolving mm. PVC collection to a world level. Mm. And that should make it much easier for them, yes. closer to them, to collect rather than going to local government offices of finance. So they should take advantage of that. And they should also take advantage of checking their polling units okay. online. There are numbers on the IDEC website that you can call to know where exactly you will be voting or there are forms you can, you can Google, you can do a Google search to say where is my polling unit and then you'll be led, giving the exact place okay. where you are supposed to vote. That well, should also thank help. Thank you, Joe. Thank you indeed for joining us. My pleasure. And Antonia, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. For <laughs> okay, so uh, for those who are still calling, you can actually send your messages and also uh, your comments to 90 uh, 3800707744. That is 
007744. That's either a WhatsApp or an SMS. Now, uh, remember Yaga Africa will be observing the 2023 presidential elections by deploying the parallel votes tabulation PVT methodology, which uses statistics and information and communication technology ICT to provide systematic data on quality of election day processes while also verifying the accuracy of the official results. WTVR will be live on Raypar stations nationwide every Tuesday at 2 p.m. as a platform for citizens' engagement on the elections with interesting guests and conversations on the elections. The show will be nothing without the listeners across Nigeria. So Yaga Africa invites you to stay tuned uh, as we work together to promote credible election in the state. Now, WTVR is brought to you by Yaga Africa and her partners NDI, USAID, UKAID. And after the show, you can reach out to Yaga Africa, just as I told you earlier, on www.watchingthevote.org. www.watchingthevote.org or Facebook on www.facebook.com slash Yaga. The Twitter handle is at Yaga, spelled Y-I-A-G-A. And WhatsApp or SMS messages, comments, the fellow who wanted to send us some music, you can also forward it there on 090-38-007744. 090-38-007744. And we out. I am Oche Oteni. Thank you for being there. Are you ready? ready. The, the biggest election show is about to hit your radio. It's Watching the Vote Hour. Coming to you live from the Federal Capital Territory, Abuja. Watching the Vote Hour will be on all Raypower stations in Nigeria and Raypower FM 100.5 Abuja. We will be discussing the election and how citizens can participate with interesting guests to discuss and answer questions on the election. Every voter deserves to know how to participate in elections from informed perspective. So, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Let's talk elections. Watching the vote is brought to you by Yaga Africa and Ray Power FM. Don't forget, 2 p.m. every Tuesday. Get involved. Hey, boy, you can cuddle with me all night. Give me one, let me long, be my sunlight. Tell me lies, we can argue, we can fight. Yeah, we did it before, but we'll do it tonight. Yeah, that fro black boy with the gold teeth. The dark skin looking at me like you know me. I wonder if you got the G or the B.
Someone who needs me 